Last time we saw Hedwig's homecoming to Evelund and her reunion with her family. Whilst the Redman, Ahoy, CD8, and Frina, so many people, were having tea with Hedwig's sister Astrid, she herself was at her father's side as he had been suffering long-term effects from the sickness that had turned the world upside down. Vico, the leader of the Artisan Guild, promised delivery of a diamond that would help Hedwig make sure her father survives through magical means. In the evening, everyone was having a lovely old meal. Everyone, that is, except Ahoy and CD8, who once again are doing their own thing. And here we are, with Ahoy on his way to the Dwarven Guild headquarters to find a suitable armor for his spider friend. So, Rashad, do you remember the two names? I do not remember them, but they were written down. Wait, two names? Hold up. Oh, yeah, two names. I don't remember how to pronounce them. Tov Amberforge and Desmir or Spine or Spine. I don't remember Desmer, how to pronounce Desmer these words. or Spine. There you go. Thanks. Yes, perfect. Okay, so you're making your way through the city. I don't remember if you got directions, but it's actually just two streets over. So I'm, um, you know, it's you just you just find it. Hold up, hold up. What are the rules again about my um, spider network? Uh, you get to ask three questions whenever you enter, you, whenever you come into a bigger settlement, and uh, you know you can ask them to investigate these questions or just like yeah, investigate three things, and then for each week you're there, um, you can ask another question. Okay. That doesn't include small things like where is this or where is that? Or does that include those big questions too? No, that's that's nothing. You can... That's fine. Okay. Here we are. I'm going to the thing. You are going to the thing. It's a big area of uh, multiple buildings. It's about a, a dozen buildings. And... It's right next to the to the barracks that are looming basically in the background much higher they are walled the barracks are walled off within the city but the dwarven head the headquarter of the dwarven guilds is here basically out in the open there is some foot traffic here not as much because it's still because it's late but um yeah you may you can uh, just explore the area if you want i'm here on a mission um i just go in and just be like i'm looking for armor so like uh, is like is there like a direction <laughs> like is there a directory <laughs> i mean every that'd be pretty funny like just one of these things where like this is where like what all of the buildings are um but yeah, you, you, each of the buildings has a sign over it that tells you what guild they are. The building belongs to, and it it has it's a little bit um, confusing at first because it has names like Oakbender Guild or Nimblehands Guild or Quillsharp Guild, but. You know, so that isn't really helping, but you can you 
you're uh, you're smart enough to find where the smithies are so that should solve your problem and that is actually the iron fist guild and you yeah it's just a big building uh with some furnaces on the ground floor the, there are a few wooden structures but you can you can tell as as you come close to that building that all the wooden structures are very far away from this one which is made entirely of stone for reasons nice sounds good so i got my little coin in my hand i have my ahoy attempt at a smile and walking through to the building just gonna walk right in Mm mm-hmm yeah, you. it's kind of a big open area with a lot of... I mean, it's the one. The first thing you realize, it, it's incredibly hot in here. And you can see just various um, furnaces. Yeah, you uh, You just see a lot of... It's, it's like a Smithy's version of an open floor office-like <laughs> thing. Um, so yeah, there are just, it's just the entire floor is just smithies at work and there are people hustling and bustling around and there is sort of a welcome desk, uh, and a, um, there is, uh, a a male dwarf there that addresses you. Hey, can I help you? Hello. I got this, I got this coin from oh crap what was her name i forget her name but she gave me this coin i'm a friend of oh crap what's your name (laughs) i'm a a, a friend of hedwig do you know hedwig i'm kind of kind of bad at names what's what's her what's her clan i am not too sure but her sister or cousin i forget they're related somehow gave me this coin (laughs) okay can i can i take a look yes here you go you've come to the right place if you're looking for armor he takes a look at the coin and recognizes like oh yeah cool um was there anything anyone particular you were looking for Yes, I was given the name of uh, Desmir Orspine and Tav Amberforge, two people that I could potentially come and see about getting armor for my spider right. friend. And I gesture toward my friend Spider CD8. CD8 perks up, giving his spider smile. It's a trick we've been <laughs> working on with the Red Man recently. How how does a spider smile? Spider has a mouth, right? <laughs> sure like the Um, little things on the side like go up a little bit yeah just a little bit on the side (laughs) yeah perks up chin up a little bit you know yeah okay cool uh the The eyes uh, a little wider than normal looks slightly (laughs) the dwarf looks slightly taken aback but uh (laughs) just tries to focus on you ahoy very well um i'm not too sure whether tov is still here but desmir is over there and he uh, you know, show, shows you basically a workspace three furnaces down. Um, yeah. Oh, perfect. Could I jump in for a glass of water, please? Sure. Uh, and yeah, he just... Uh, hmm, yeah, he gives you a glass of water, I suppose. Perfect. I just have to take a drink of it really quickly as I walk over to this guy's stall because i'm just mm-hmm. you know, this is a lot of effort ahoy being friendly 
So. <laughs> just like the sweat. Yes. <laughs> the moment he gets like it. a moment of respite for himself and no one can see his face, he just his face immediately drops. Yes, go outside and punch somebody later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just imagine like anime style. You see someone's back of the uh, of the back of their head. You see just like so many drops, like ah, like really sweating things, uh, literally. <laughs> But he's trying. He's doing a good job so far. It looks like he feels like he's going to make a progress. (laughs) Absolutely. And yeah, you make your way to the stall, uh, to to the furnace. And uh, yeah, there, sure enough, there is this sort of uh, middle-aged dwarf hard at work uh, just giving, you know, just like hammering away at uh, at some sword. And his his back is turned to you. Is there like a little bell that I can ring on the counter? Nope. Any way to get his attention? Uh, you can try calling out to him. No, but like there's no like built in like, you know, attention getting no. device. No. Okay, then. There's also, there's no like desk or anything. It's just literally like a, fur- like a. Like a furnace, basically. Yeah, like or, a workspace. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, excuse me, good sir. <laughs> on the inside yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's, <laughs> yeah what's what's up he does not take he does he's still just banging away and looking at the sword i received this coin from what was her name again i forget i received astrid. this coin from astrid and she told me to come to you because i am looking for armor and only a skilled smith such as yourself will be capable of making a delicate and sophisticated piece of armor like this. I mean, you've definitely come to the right place. One second, he just start, he just finishes his work on on the sword, puts it aside, puts it into water, and to kind of cool it down. And um, yeah, go, goes to you towards you. You can see he is he might not be sweating as much as ahoy does from all the f- social interactions but you know he's he's been working uh in the heat for a while so there's some there, there's some sheen on his skin so what, what can i do for you um so i would like to inquire about making a custom uh armor for my spider friend over here his name is cd8 and he takes notice of cd8 go oh um custom armor um i mean i've done custom armor for animals before but it's been more like horses i've never worked with a spider before i don't even what was the design you had in mind how would you how would that work where would you affix it I was wondering how much, what possibilities you would think, because uh, you know, simple armor just to cover the body and his head, maybe just a helmet with some body armor, maybe would be would suffice. In an ideal world, that'd be able to cover the movement of his legs, but I can understand how that would be complicated. Um, but if something we could build just for his his main torso and body, just for more protection, you see, we've come across some. Uh, unsavory types in, of, in our past few adventures. And um, they just want to make sure that, you know, CD8 is well taken care of and protected. Mm-hmm, I understand. And he is he looks unsure who to address and 
just looks at you. Is it okay if I take a look? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, CD8's very friendly. And I just kind of look at CD8. CD8? Sit. <laughs> and CD8. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say CD8 was not a pet? He is not a pet, but he <laughs> sits. <laughs> he, okay. but he's trying to demonstrate how how not dangerous CD8 is. So. I see. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Desmir takes a good look at at CD8, and you can you can see Desmir scratching his head and saying, "My friend, I'm not sure how to go about this. Your friend already looks to be quite sturdy, um, which out of the game means that CD8 already has a natural armor of 16, and it's really difficult to increase that, especially for a beast there are a few armor options but uh they would for example result in stealth disadvantages and also do you, what's cd8's strength score strength score yeah what's that like the basic like cd8's basic strength 12 Okay, yeah, there's no way because CD8, in order to be able to get our armor that's actually going to help him increase his armor class, it would have to be heavy armor and you need to, to have strength a strength of 15 at least to be able to wear it. Um, and Got so it. Desmir, Desmir's, Desmir kind of explains that to you in real life terms or I guess fantasy life terms um, and it says now I don't really have a lot of experience with that but my colleague Tov she is sometimes working with enchanted items basically abjuration magic she's, she's not here right now but uh, she'll be back first thing in the morning tomorrow and maybe she can help you out i'm sorry i can't i, I can't help you but this is uh this is not my specialty all right uh well that i understand um uh, in the meantime do you know of a place where i can potentially do you know of any animal training grounds in the in the um in the vicinity, in the city, where I can train my my spider friend, maybe new moves he can do. Animal? You mean? I mean, we have like an animal shelter, but that's probably not what you're looking for. Mm, no, not really. It's okay. Thank you for your help. Uh, Hoy is very afraid of making any wrong steps in this in this uh, scenario, so he will politely walk away <laughs> and say, "I'm just." <laughs> Um, is there a way will I will know before before he goes? Well, is there a way when I will know when your colleague will return? I mean, yeah, she usually starts working at the break of dawn. All right then. Well, I will return at the break of dawn. Great. Have a nice evening. Bye. <laughs>
and <laughs> boy walks away as leaves. fast as he possibly can. <laughs> Successful. Yes. Yeah. He feels nice. like somewhat relieved. He see <laughs> at his even though he failed, he feels happy that he did not ruin a, a social interaction for once. Um, so, is there anything else you like Ahoy and City Ed would want to do in the evening? Nothing. We'll just uh, enjoy our stroll around the town, climb up on some buildings, walk around, do what we do. Okay. Nothing special. Um, where do you climb on buildings? Is there a climbing gym? <laughs> <laughs> There's a boulder hall. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, that sounds fun no that that's a joke uh no. <laughs> bouldering the only boulders that exists uh maybe hadwick can tell you about that um she knows a way around boulders or something i'm sure rocks um, yeah exactly um yeah i mean you can try to get onto buildings if that's your jam no, I am not making any trouble in this town. I'm walking straight in a straight line back to my okay. home where I'm supposed to be. And I will politely <laughs> enter the home in which I was uh, welcomed earlier. And I will sit in a corner and wait for Hedwig to come and find me and tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, that could that would have been fun. There would have de been definitely some stealth roles in involved and some uh, guards possibly noticing you but we are uh, taking no chances in this <laughs> i like how place. i like how everyone's on their best behavior now that you're in hedwig's hometown i love it and uh, yeah you come back to the house um the meal is still going on uh it's kind of everybody's already pretty full pretty sleepy from all the food and the warmth and um yeah you can hear a lot of noise from the big dining room there is as you enter another dwarf sitting in the entryway it just seems to be that that's a sort of custom and yeah he you can see he has this big beard with um that is kind of braided and that there there are flowers inside of it um yeah just just like very tan from spending a lot of time outdoors um and yeah he sees you arrive and says oh you must be ahoy and you must Hello. be cd8 lovely to make your acquaintance Hello, good sir. I'm Baldrick. Nice to meet you. I am uh, a younger, a younger brother of Hedwig's. It's a pleasure to meet you. May I sit here with you? Of course, of course. Do you want any of the food? Oh no, thank you. CD8 and I are not a fan of commotion. Well, I can just get you some food. It's fine. You don't have to, you know, talk to anyone to be able to eat here. We saved you some. Oh, thank you. That would be very kind. And then CD8 pulls at my pulls at my shirt, looking at me longingly, wanting to go with the family, like, wanting to go be with all the noise. And do you let CD8 do that? And then I say, sure, CD8, you can go, go and be with, go check out what's going on over there. Make sure you check in with Hedwig and the Red Man to see that everything's okay. All right. And CD8 nods in agreement 
and then cuddles off with the man next to him and back into the kitchen or into the table (laughs) or the dining room wherever where things are happening and as baldrick leaves he just you know looks over the shoulder and says you just make sure to watch the door if anybody comes just tell them i'll be back in a second all right and ahoy sits there dutifully staring straight out the door without blinking okay (laughs) i just like imagining someone like who often comes to the house walking in and suddenly there's this elf with this like death stare at the door which is like some (laughs) friendly dwarf yeah absolutely (laughs) like oh my goodness what's going on here (laughs) absolutely um do you mind, Rashad, if I role play if we role play a little bit with CD8? Sure, of course. Do you wanna do you wanna role play CD8 for a second? Sure. I'm happy to do that. Okay. I'm always happy. I mean CD8's yeah. part of the team, for sure. And He's probably the most important member of the team, let's be honest. <laughs> True. <laughs> the glue the glue that uh, you know binds everyone together. Mm. Um yeah, so Baldrick goes into the kitchen at first where there are already set aside uh, helpings of all of the different um, foodstuffs. And I just now realized, especially with you, Rashad, I should have made a list of all the different foods. I have no idea what, they, what they're eating. But, um, you know, just Big like a mistake. lovely dinner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, so definitely a roast of some sort yeah absolutely some really nice potatoes uh some some mushrooms uh, in a lovely sauce um fresh garden vegetables for sure fresh garden vegetables we have some uh uh red kale red kale right um what is it called cabbage yeah thanks (laughs) uh some red cabbage and um yeah, and so Baldrick just goes into the kitchen, CD8 following him behind, and he takes a good look at CD8 and says, and actually bow, like um, kneels down and says, now you're a curious one, my friend. Where where are you hailing from? Mm, CD8 doesn't know how to speak just, in common, yeah. so he just... <laughs> Well, I mean, he does, but but he can speak, but nobody could understand him except for Ahoy. (laughs) Wait, so wait, set the scene for me again. Am I in the dining room again with everyone? Baldrick and CD8 are now in the kitchen next to the dining room. Got it. So CD8, what he does is he flips onto his back and mm-hmm. then turns his head towards the noise in the dining room and then just like does like a he scratches his body with all of his <laughs> limbs and just like then turns around turns up onto his feet turns back at the guy looks at it dead in the eye and then looks back at the dining room i understand you want to you want to join the fray then he nods his head vigorously and then pulls out his pant leg all right mm-hmm. Uh, Baldrick just opens the door and says, off you go. Yay! And then CD8 in a visible, he makes a little yay sound that spider, whatever spider can make. <laughs> and then <laughs> scurries off into the, into the other room. In doing so, he like jumps onto the door in excitement and then flips over with the door. So how does everyone react to CD8 suddenly appear dashing out of the kitchen? 
Hooray! <laughs> so I'm trying to think of percentages. Who has already seen CD8? I think like about, I think anyone who hasn't seen CD8, mm. there would probably be a mix of people like freezing and dropping their forks and there might be somebody who kind of like jumps up and is like, you know, a large <laughs> spider just walked in and they're not aware if it's friendly. So they're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it's probably Hildegard who is always very cautious. Um, yeah. sure Astrid has definitely seen CD8. Andromeda has. Um, mm -hmm. I think Ansheim has as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And he likes animals, so he'd be super yeah. excited. Exactly. And um, and you know, we know that uh, Theodosia and Theodoric have seen him as well. Yes, they played with him, so mm -hmm. they they're also they're also super happy. Yeah, yeah, super happy. They're very well behaved. They don't they don't like jump up and try to you know play with City Eight. They but they're definitely looking over to City Eight all the time. Um, and yeah, City Eight is having a grand old time. At you know, over time, everybody is kind of getting used to this big spider mm -hmm. um and yeah he's just part of the dining scene now uh ahoy baldrick comes back with balancing four different plates um <laughs> and you don't know how he opened the door but he did it and uh yeah he just lays them all out in front of you uh, gets you a spoon, a fork, and a knife, and says, "You know, have have at it, my friend." Oh, thank you. And then he just starts to dig into the food, and he eats as much as he possibly can, just to be polite. <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't. Like it. Uh, I'm not sure whether or not he likes it. Um, okay. It, you know, Ahoy has lost his taste for food in general. I only eats to survive at this point, and so wow. he just kind of eats, but he eats as much as he possibly can, so that he can. Nice. So, how does it feel eating eating some food that was made with love after so long? <laughs> it is wonderful, he says, trying to hold back <laughs> the fact that he doesn't actually <laughs> taste it. Still, he cannot no longer oh. taste and feel the love. Mm -hmm. So. Baldrick says, how do you come across being friends with a spider? He's great. He's the, he's the, he's the, my biggest reason I'm alive. And the reason I keep going, if anything were to happen to him, I don't know what I would do with myself. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I've seen some, I've had a f some important bonds with creatures of the wild and uh, you look like an outdoorsy type as well. If there's any, I don't know, you you might be very, you, you might be a little bit like me in that every once in a while when you're in a city like this, you just got to get out. And whatever you do, don't go into, ah, oh, then again. Hmm. I was going to say, don't go into to the forest to the north, but you're an elf, so it should be fine. But uh, I'm not allowed in there. Um, big mistake. Big, big mistake. But if... I can also say that on the, uh, on the west side, there is a nice little patch of woods on the river. 
Uh, so if you ever need some time in the green, that's where I'd where I'd go. Oh, I appreciate that, but I don't find myself. I don't find. I don't think that I'll be going anywhere um, without head to direct permission or instruction. Um, I'm trying to have a safe, good time, and I will handle. I, I have enjoyed your city so far, and I respect your sister too much to try and do anything um, untoward. I mean, you're just going to a forest. There's nothing wrong with that. You haven't been in my shoes. You never know what happens when you go into the forest. I will sit here in the corner quietly. If that's okay. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Your your family has been so kind. It reminds me of my own family. And you just start eating? You just continue eating? Oh, I've been eating the whole time. Yeah. But he's taking. He's not taking the bait. Oh, he's not taking the bait. He's not doing anything. He's going to <laughs> sit in a corner. <laughs> I'm not trying to screw you over here. I know uh, you're not, but the universe has his uh, has its ways. <laughs> he is going to, okay. as he said at dawn. Oh, I will, he'll tell him at dawn. I will go back to the Smiths Guild. I don't know what they're called. I'm bad with names. Uh, both Ahoy and Rashad in real life. So we're just going to make it a character trait. <laughs> yeah, great. At the crack of dawn, um, I will go there to look for more armor or a way to protect my dear spider friend. That's nice. Do you have any friends? As Ahoy tries to make small talk but doesn't know how really to do so. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yes, I I have some friends. Oh, multiple friends. Uh, in the city and beyond. Sure. What? Sorry. What were their names? <laughs> do you want the, the names of all of my friends? You have how many friends do you have? I've no. I have. I've not counted them. Some of them don't have names. Can you rank your top five friends for me? <laughs> uh, and as Baldrick ranks his top five of his friends. You need to tell us, how does Baldrick feel about these questions? Is he like, okay, this guy's socially awkward. I get it. Or is he like, this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had in my life. I think he sees a kindred spirit. In okay. Nice. In nice. I like that. Ahoy. Um, yeah, because you know, everybody here is a kind of a city dweller very much mm. into the guild life. And he, uh, he is somewhat different. So, mm. Uh, he's just happy to talk to someone who also likes to spend his time outdoors. Um, so, yeah, you you make some more chit chat with Baldrick, but not too much. Um, and yeah, the evening comes to a close. You all get um, your your rooms. Um, you know, Hedwig. Obviously, you get your old room. And Ahoy and CD8 get a room, and the red man gets a room to himself as well. Uh, because there are many, many rooms in this big house that is three stories tall. And basically, the you know, stories uh, above ground are just basically um, the rooms of every part member of the family and some guest rooms. And uh, yeah, because I mean, it's 16 of you, so. Yeah. Oh, then I have to ask someone what time is dawn so that I could make sure I get to the Smith's house by the crack of dawn. 
Uh, sure. Yeah, somebody just tells you it's at like whatever time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know when ta- dawn is in in the scenario, but uh, somebody tells you. Okay, I will ask my new friend. The who's this? What's this guy's name? What's my friend's name? <laughs> uh, Baldrick. Baldrick. I have to write that down. No, this is Ahoy speaking. I have to write your name down. <laughs> Pulls out a piece of paper. Nice. And writes it onto a very small piece of paper and puts it in his uh, pocket. I assume his pants have pockets if he's wearing pants. I mean, it's your character. Yeah, he's wearing pants. <laughs> uh, I once listened to a podcast where somebody's character did not have any pockets. That was a that was very funny. Nice. That was a well, character the thing decision. Is my my my. I you know I explained to Baldrick that I normally have this long coat, but. I have to, that has many pockets, but I have to find now find, you know, smaller space for pockets because I only mm. have my pants on. Maybe you should get a purse. <laughs> I already have a bag. I don't think I need a purse on top of a bag. As much as that seems you handy. You never have too many bags. That's a very good point. You can have a bag and a bag and a bag, you know? Like the Midwest bag of bags. <laughs> Have you have you spoken to the red man about his bags? He seems to fit a lot of things in his bag. I have not. But be careful. Sometimes if you speak to him, he can speak to you for a long time. So be careful if you are not That's a okay. social type. Uh, thanks for the warning, though. Oh, of course. May I consider you an acquaintance? I would be delighted if you considered me an acquaintance. Thank you very much. Good, sir. I like I like the formality, Ahoy. I, I'm sure this is the beginning of a beautiful acquaintanceship. The beautiful is a strong word, but we can go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ahoy uh, realizes he slipped up a little bit, and he profusely apologizes. I am so sorry. I did not mean it's to. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you. I have the utmost, and then he, re- he rehearses the one line that he practiced many times. So I have the utmost respect for Hedwig and all of her family. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Okay, dawn breaks. Hard, hard cut to to the night to the morning, um, and you're up earlier than everybody else because you know you're an elf. You only have to meditate for four hours. That's Kind of nice. You can hear the red man slumbering loudly in the next room (laughs) in a large food coma. (laughs) Nice. And uh, yeah, you can make your way to uh, back to the Dwarven headquarters if you want. All right, let's do it. Back to look for what's what's their name? Tov? Okay, cool. Tov, yes. So you arrive at the headquarters of the dwarven guilds and there again is the front desk a different person this time looks to be female and she greets you and says hello what can i do for you hello good madam um i was given this coin by oh crap what's their name again hedwig do you know hedwig um what's the clan name I have this coin. I don't know their clan name. I apologize. They, her sister gave it to her sister. Someone, Astrid, gave it to me. Ooh, I remembered Astrid's name. As, as Ahoy is proud of himself in the back of his mind. <laughs> uh, may I see it? Yes. Here you go. Thank you. And she just takes a quick glance at it and immediately recognizes as kind of a, like a 
um how would you like what what is it like a challenge coin almost like a, so he probably has like the the sigil of the glass yeah, blazer yeah, killing yeah. yeah exactly so it's it's basically a um uh, why do i not remember this word uh it's like a little card that you can just hand someone um but yeah it basically you know signifies that you have come by the recommendation of the Glassblazer clan. So you're a friend of the dwarves, I suppose. Can you tell me their name again? I, I don't understand this coin stuff. What's the name of her clan? Uh, they're the, I mean, if you know them, you could just ask them, but they are the Glassblazers. Glassblazers. Let me write that down and let me pull out a piece of paper. So as I sure. know, shuffle for, through my pieces of paper that I pull out of my pocket... I write on one of them on my piece of names of pieces of paper, the Glassburgers. So you also carry like an inkwell and like a. Oh crap, there's no ballpoint like points back then. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you could probably have like a piece of chalk or slate or something like that. Let's go with that. I have a piece of graphite. <laughs> I have a stick of graphite. Yeah, graphite. There's there the graphite. Ro- graphite's the word, not slate. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, um, thank you, and- Alex, for the save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remembered that and was like, yeah, there are no pens here. Um, but yeah. Or you got so- cu- cuneiform. <laughs> you got like this clay tablet that <laughs> so i guess the front desk person looks like watches you write down the name of somebody you just that you just told them is your friend oh nine just their last name i'm just bad at first names i'm bad at the last name i'm bad at names in general but uh you know there's only so much you can do so i'm gonna try to remember their name this time do you remember the name of the person are you looking for someone specific here yeah i am uh, i don't remember their names and i start shuffling through the pieces of paper um she is very composed she is a very good front desk person uh, does the name baldrick ring a bell to you uh, who's that person again i can't really i don't think wait can't hold on it okay does. it's either baldrick Desmir or Tov? One of those people. I think Desmir I met yesterday. Is any of those people here? Yeah, Desmir and Tov both work here. Uh, Desmir oh, okay. is not in yet, but Tov just started. Oh, it must be. Um, it must be them. Okay. Tov, you can see, and she points to a forge at the like very end of the building. She's over there. And uh, yeah. Oh, thank you very much. You need a glass of water. It looks like you're like you're a little bit. Oh, you read my mind. Thank you so much. <laughs> I I have my glass. I actually accidentally I uh, I took the glass from yesterday, so I brought it back. So can you mind filling this one up? I'll remember to bring it back to the front desk on my way out. Sure. She fills up your glass. Also, I love how you just carried the glass with you. How did you carry that with you? In my hand. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a glass fun okay. he needs his fun back yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, yeah so <laughs> you you make your way over to Tov's and I ask I, I turn no I just turn around to the front desk lady before I go to Tov's and do you know where I can buy a bag 
Um, yes, we have. I'm sure one of the dwarven guilds can uh, accommodate you. We have. You can you can try the Nimble Hands Guild. The Nimble Hands Guild. I'll write that down really quickly. I apologize mm-hmm. for this naming thing. Nimble Hands and. On my way out, I'll come ask you for directions if that's okay. I'll go talk to uh, Tov first if that's okay. All right. That's literally what I'm here for. So Thank you. So don't even worry about it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Do you have some more water, please? Of course. <laughs> she just gives you a pitcher. Oh, thank you. You read my mind. <laughs> so as you walk along all of these furnaces with your pitcher of water... Um, <laughs> what do you do? I'm walking along and I go over to Tov. Wait, and I okay. go see this Tov's forge. And again, there's no desk or anything, right? Nope. It's just like an open forgey thingy. Um, yeah. And you can see it's this, it's um, quite a young dwarven lady, um, like the equivalent of late 20s. And. Um yeah, she she is just studying some piece of parchment as she sees you approach. Hello, are you Tov? That's me. How who is who are you? My name is Ahoy, and this is CD8. He is my best friend. Hey CD8. Nice Yesterday to meet you. Yesterday I came and spoke 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 to Desmir and he told I was looking for armor for my CD8 and um he told me that i should come and talk to you because he could he recommended that regular armor would be too hard for a cd8 and a cd8 looks already tough enough is there something that you can potentially do to protect my good friend here in the face of dangerous enemies i'm sure that could be arranged um do you mind if i just take a look and she addresses cd8 directly now Yep, and I say, yes, for sure. CD8, sit. And CD8 sits and looks, gives his spider smile again that he's been working on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Make a performance check for for CD8. Uh, 14. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, So yeah, as CD8 gives her a big smile... Um, she just takes a big look and says, and yeah, after examining CD8 tells you, yeah, I can see why, why Desmere was a little out of his wits. He knows armor and armor is not really going to do it for your friend. He's already pretty sturdy, but I can, I can do something with a magically enchanted item. If you want, I have, I have some, uh, some expertise in that. Oh, that would be lovely. Um, what options potentially could there be? Uh, I think it makes sense. I mean, is there anything specific you want to protect your friend from? Anything and everything, or as a variety, as varied as much as threats as possible. Okay. I'm not too aware about what possible, but we could really encounter anything in the on the road. So, mm-hmm. a ver- um, uh, a very uh, multi-purpose protection tool would be very useful. Okay, so she she uh, takes a look at some of her parchments. She, you can see she has like a hole safely away from the fire, open fire, but uh, 
um she has a lot of writing like a lot of parchments stowed away somewhere and she just uh takes a quick look and says yeah i think so there are two options i think that could work one of them is basically a spell that will give your friend some armor um, which is the equivalent of the spell Mage Armor, which would give CD8 an AC of 13 plus his dex modifier. I don't know how high his dex is. I don't know if that would work, do anything. That's uh, lower than his current AC. Okay, so that that uh, um, so after a b- little bit of back and forth, you decide that's probably not going to help you. Um, and then there is another option that is... You know, the, the magic armor would hold for eight hours, but, you know, that's not going to help you. But if you're really in a pickle, you could use this. And she uh, explains to you the equivalent of the shield spell, which is a reaction that gives someone plus five to AC for one round. And she gives you, she basically gives you two options. She can um, prepare something that is enchanted that CD8 can wear that gives him either basically one charge of this shield spell or three charges. And she looks at you and says, but I don't know. So, So the one charge per day, that would be 200 gold pieces and the three charges per day would be 400. How is that sitting with you? Okay, so can you repeat that really quickly? Because I want to make sure I write all this down. <laughs> uh, of course, you can. Uh, you can get something enchanted, or I can have. I can have something enchanted for, you know, to have the power of a one shield spell per day for two hundred gold pieces, or something with three three charges for four hundred gold pieces. How would I um, use these, if that makes sense? So the brilliant thing about this is that it just sees the danger. If there is, if you ever find yourself in a dire situation, you can. Uh, it, it would kind of realize the um, the the threat and activate. But in uh, out of game, you can just decide whenever you're going to use it. It's a reaction. Yeah. It's like if if you if somebody attacks CD8 and they would hit, you could just decide to use it. Oh, I can use it even after the damage roll? Not after the damage roll, but like after the attack, yeah. Ooh, okay. Got it. All right. Um well so it's a steep uh, charge for sure. Um three charge shield charges per day. Um, I'd really like that. That seems like a great uh, chance for me to do that. But I think I'd have to make some money before and come back to you, um, if you wouldn't mind. I don't think I don't have that money with me at the moment. If that's all right. Of course, I understand. That's that's no worries at all. Um, if you ever decide to to get it, just let me know. Uh, I can I can get it to you within a few days. Wonderful. I appreciate your help, and I will now go look to try to make some money. Great. Good luck on that. And any ideas you know. where I can start? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, make a persuasion check. 
Does the CD8 smiling help me at all with my persuasion check? <laughs> it help it helps you in the way that you don't get disadvantage. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, oh, and not twenty. Nice. <laughs> um, You're so charming. You even yeah. surprise yourself. <laughs> um, she she seems open to the idea and says, um, "What kind of work are you looking for? Like, what's your deal?" I'm really I'm open to anything because I I'm I'm, I'm a master archer. So ideally, I can do mm-hmm. um, archery. I can do you know hunting or archery or anything of that nature. Um, that would be my best skill, but I am really wanting to protect my friends. So I will do any kind of work that is necessary, any manual labor that is needed. Um, I also only have to sleep four hours a night, so I'm good as a night watchman if that's necessary. I have good eyesight in the dark, um, so I can quite well, um, see, uh, you know, long distances, whatever it may be. Um, I can also, I have quite high stealth so if someone needs uh protection or something some any good things that need to be done i'm not looking to do anything bad of course because i am a good upstanding citizen and <laughs> so he smiles again um uh, but i would like to use my talents to uh you know to help as much as i can i am quite fast as well if anyone needs uh, someone something delivered really quickly um uh, you know, uh, a D&D Uber Eats would be something I would be really good at. I <laughs> <laughs> um, would be pretty good at that, honestly. Yeah, I think so. Just like jumping from building to building. <laughs> just like taking shortcuts wherever. Actually, um, I have an just... idea. I have an idea for okay. you. I'm going to pitch mm-hmm. Uber Eats to this lady. <laughs> what if you could get all the modern, all the conveniences of your favorite inns and foods and ales in the in in from the comfort of your own home i'm willing to deliver foods from all over town to people's homes and take deliveries um and i can operate 20 hours a day uh for the foreseeable future for as long as i am in town and i will only be paid a small percentage of the deliveries that um people order how does that sound like a business to you uh, exciting opportunity for you <laughs> I don't know what I as a as a smith have to do with that but it sounds I'm going to be honest with you the people there are not many people who could afford that kind of thing uh, and going to a tavern there is more to it than just the food uh, and the people who would want that kind of thing have enough money to have their own cooks so I like the idea. Maybe you can talk to some of the taverns. Uh, I can't really help you with that, but I can I can look around if you want. Uh, you can come back tomorrow, and I can see if there has there is something um, within the guild or within the guilds or just with my friends. You seem like a nice person. Well, I'm doing. To, I'm willing to do any work, not only my uh, cockamamie business ideas so uh, and she just leans into you any kind of work as long as it's above board i have uh, he uh, recites his, his sentence that he memorized <laughs> i have the yeah. utmost respect for hedwig and her family <laughs> okay okay well that eliminates some options but uh i understand um yeah maybe let's just come back tomorrow and uh i'll see what i can do for you thank you very much what was your name again Tov. Ah, thank you, Tov.
and Ahoy again takes a big gulp of water and runs out of the place and then remembers Just, it's time to return to the front desk to return his water uh, and pitcher and then ask to where he can get a basket uh, didn't you say a bag a bag a sorry basket? a bag i have to give a gift yeah. for my new friend or my new acquaintance yeah um yeah she she gives you the the directions to the nimble hands um building and you can just acquire a bag um i just want to speed things up so we get to other people today <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah no um, no no please um so do i have so a bag now of, yeah what kind of bag do you are you looking for i'm looking for a bag within a bag bag of bags okay uh, okay you can um the person gets really excited at first and shows you this bag that you can just store a lot of things in um including other bags you can you can get a lot of different bags into there um, um so they they show you this bag and tell you that it's magically enchanted um it can hold up to 500 pounds 500 pounds wow yeah it has in it is is a magically enchanted volume of 64 cubic feet um and it's it comes at, at a measly price of 400 gold pieces that is that comes with the enchantment but you can also just get a bag in a bag without magic and that would cost you about um eight silver pieces yeah let's do that <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I love it only 400 gold pieces or this one for eight silver pieces <laughs> yeah. i mean there are more options but that's that are the two sides of the spectrum like the very far end uh, and yeah you you just get like a little bag that has like a little compartment inside of it that you can uh open and close as you see fit like a little you know pouch pouchy thingy perfect and yeah. now i have a and gift to my a new bag. friend perfect how much how many um, silver pieces in a, into a gold piece uh, it's 10 it's always a decimal system okay i have a bag that's actually quite a lot sorry that's that's eight silver pieces might be a lot for that let's make it let's make it uh three silver pieces <laughs> like charging eight euros for a plastic bag <laughs> not, no, no 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 this is this is uh this is like a fine leather bag uh so you know because you 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 went to the guild of leather workers skinners tanners weavers dyers and whatever um cobblers and shoemakers that's the nimble hands clan uh guild so it's not it's not the equivalent of a i i appreciate i appreciate the joke but it's not a plastic bag it's a well-made leather bag well then eight silver seems like it's too cheap <laughs> Maybe. let's just say it's eight silver it's fine it's fine let's just eight go with silver. Eight, eight okay. silver yes sorry sorry cool. for the back and forth uh, i didn't expect a bag action uh this time so i wasn't prepared uh, for lesson that. number one always expect yeah. bag action yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ahoy's really happy with himself he has a gift for his new friend he is uh getting gonna find work he has a, he thinks he's very proud of his work today so he's ready to take his back seat and not do anything else for the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> so as ahoy and cd8 are just chilling um what do the red man and hedwig want to do 
Let's do the red man. I feel like okay. uh, he's not done anything in a while, and he's in a city, so he's in his yes. element. <laughs> Absolutely. So, red man, what would you like to do t on this fine day? Uh, red man looks outside. He steps outside, steps into the street. Here's the hustle and bustle of all these people, thousands and thousands of people. Here's the cacophony of carts and voices and shouting. Takes a deep breath and goes, Ah, not a tree in sight. Wonderful. <laughs> now, where's the mayor's office? The mayor's office. Oh, hi, Hedwig. Yeah. <laughs> As he's about to step outside, Hedwig's head pops out of a window. Out of what, a window. Like, what do you mean, the mayor's office? <laughs> Absolutely, oh, yeah. that is what she does. Oh, hi, Hedwig. Ah, I need to get a permit to put on my show. Ah, okay. She's actually, she actually is very worry. relieved I'm not to hear that. I'm running for mayor today. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. There's not an election for another couple of years. And you don't, you're not a resident here. You have to be a resident here to run for mayor. Oh, that sounds like too much red tape. Yes, there's lots of red tape when it comes to governmental elections. But anyway, yes, please go get your paperwork. Right, 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 right. She was uh, incredibly relieved to hear that because I'm like, oh my gosh, why mm -hmm. is he going to go talk to the mayor? This is a disaster. But I was like, okay, he has a legit reason. That's fine. Um, I mean, he Hedwig, you would know that there is no mayor. Oh, okay. No, yeah, that's right. Sorry, there's no mayor. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, uh, but but you know, city hall. This like the yes. the exactly. So she knew what he meant. Yes, there, yeah, absolutely. No mayor. So you can give him directions to the Hall of the Elders if you want. He can oh, get great. there. Old people he, love me. He can get off. there. Uh, yeah, there's no mayor. Uh, you're looking for the Hall of the Elders. And uh, she points him in the general direction, but knows that he is not shy. So uh, if he needs more exact directions, should he mess up, that he'll be able to... <laughs> ask other people um perhaps to their chagrin um where he needs to go <laughs> okay do, 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 do. walking through the streets finger guns at random people at just anyone or people who like you know nope anybody do, do, anyway, do. Cool. See an old lady pushing a cart finger guns mm -hmm. see some kids playing ball finger guns some fella Leaning against the wall with a smoke in his hand, looking all dark and mysterious finger guns. Walk past him. Okay, everybody's giving you curious looks. Um, you definitely attract attention. First of all, you're a tiefling. There are not many in this town. For, second of all, you're wearing a justice outfit. Um, they don't see that that, that often either. Um, and yeah, you make your way uh, over... Uh, over the Dwarf Bridge, which is aptly named... And down the street to the Hall of Elders, you can, from where you from where from where you're coming, you can just see in the distance a big open space, and yeah, there is the the hall right in front of you. Oh, big open space! How big are we talking here? We're talking bigger than the building that you're standing on, which is easily the biggest building in this town. So I look up, like, okay, they're trying measuring distance. Like, okay, if, if explosion over there, it's not going to reach over there. I got a crowd over there. Yeah, okay. Well, this could be a good spot for my show. Yeah, 
Alright, whoo. Walk up to the door and uh, let myself in. Alright, so you enter the Hall of the Elders. Um, and again, there is a welcome desk. There is a front desk. Uh, that seems to be... Well-organized the... city. Yes. That seems to be the topic of this episode. Uh, there's a front desk and uh, two people there who just immediately clock you as you come in. I stroll right up to them confidently and happily and say, Good morning. Uh, good, good morning, one of them says. Um, how may I help you? Now, I'm hoping you guys are the people I need to talk to. So I want to rent a nice big space to put on a show. Um, so what are you are you looking for a building like oh it needs to be open air open air okay yeah yeah like the space out front of this building actually would be pretty good what if there's like a big amphitheater a theater with a no roof Mm. you could remove a roof this is uh the open space you're referring to is the bell market and that is actually where a lot of the and, sh- and and they look a little bit they're, they're, they're not sure how you're going to react to this word where a lot of the busking takes place um, Ooh, I've done busking before oh, it's bigger than busking my friend Okay. Um, so what kind of performance are we talking about here? Oh, I am a master of the and a little I'm going to use the thaumaturgy to mm-hmm. make a little bit of a fiery magic poof in my hands poof of a showmanship fire explosions dancing it's something to get the blood worked up make an inside check uh 16 plus what's my inside where is inside <laughs> plus two mm-hmm. so 18 <laughs> As at the mention of explosions, they frown a little bit and seem concerned. Um, and carefully they... coordinated explosions. Okay, okay. Um, oh, I'm a master of my craft, good sir. I and think madam. I think you should. That, I think that is the purview of the keeper of the bridges. You can go to. The, the, you can go to the second floor to the east wing that's where all the internal affairs of this city are like th- things of that nature are um you, you can you can find someone there um to talk to about this um yeah i think they they can be helpful and will be the people who make the decisions for that do all buskers need permits Yes. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, I'm off. Thank you. Of course. And off I go to the second floor, east wing. Of course. Uh, Second floor, east wing. You find a big room, a few desks, and someone in the, as you, as you enter the room, there's this mic drop moment. Everybody just stops what they're doing, looking at you. And then they continue. Um, and just the p- person who's sitting closest to you uh, says, you're one of them busker types. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, sure. I want to put on a show. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, you're going to need a permit for that. Cool, 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 cool. What part of the city were you thinking of, uh, 
you know, demonstrating your uh, art. <laughs> uh, I can get the <laughs> oh, you, know, you should come. It's free. Uh, the place with the biggest amount of space and uh, lack of roof. Sounds like the bell market to me. There we have specific um, spots for people putting on a show. Great. And yeah, the permit for the bell market costs six gold pieces for the first fortnight. I could put on a show every day for six gold? Absolutely. Oh. So it's six gold pieces for the first fortnight. After that, it's ten gold pieces per month. Um, if we find you, obviously, if if you arouse any, if there go and if anything goes wrong, if the city watch takes a dislike to what you're doing, you forfeit the permit and any gold associated with it, and you will be barred from performing in the city again. But should you should your show be to our liking, there is no problem with future endeavors. <laughs> Everyone loves the first show. That's how you get them. That's right, I suppose. Um, yeah, so six gold pieces. Were you, were you thinking of expanding? I should probably say that you are not allowed to put on a show anywhere else in, in the north part of the city. The south part you can buy different permits for they're a little bit cheaper than the bell market bell market's really where it's at in the city everybody gets here there are as you can probably tell from the name is there's a big market on there many times of the week and some entertainment for the people who just want to go there and get you know spend some money great 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 now quick question Mm -hmm. what's the nightlife like I mean... Because I'm a great showmanship during the day, but at night, whoa. I mean, are we, that sounds like a special performance. Basking is usually done during the day. Um, I'm sure... And he leans in closer. I lean in closer to him, too. <laughs> Conspiritually, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure for another two gold pieces, I can get you a special permission. Oh, you are my best friend i had of the two gold pieces okay cool uh, and yeah he gives you he gives you a base permit for 14 days to perform your act on the bell market and a special permission to do uh to also extend your show into what is the equivalent of uh 10 p.m um not afterwards, but um, yeah, you can you can do it until 10 p.m. For only for the first fortnight, though. Thank you, my good sir. And your name is? My name is Joss. Josh, we're gonna do great things together. Just think, the history of history is being made today, right here in this office. And I want everyone. I say it really loudly. I want everyone to know that everything that happens beyond this, it's all thanks to Josh here. Joss. Joss, yeah. Yeah, not, Joss. Not Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> at, at, at that, Joss seems to be a little bit uncomfortable. It's like, 
No take backs. I ran my apartment and leave. <laughs> okay. And you go out the door. Uh, as And you can see just like a quick glance. Everybody just looks curiously at Joss. What just happened? Um, and, but yeah, you now have a permit to perform. And as you step out, I mean, I don't know. You can, <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're just out of the office now. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't want to narrate that for you. I'm going to go out into the, the market area. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for the best spot where I think I'll have the most room to maneuver uh, acro- for acrobatics, for fire. And where I think it'll get my fireworks at the end of the night will get the biggest pop. Mm-hmm. and be seen by the biggest crowd it's okay. all about being seen it's all about setting the stage I would say make an investigation check for that alright investigation 12 plus investigation plus 9 so uh, numbers 21 that's the one yeah um, yeah you can see the bell market is definitely the center of all of the all of the big roads, by, by which I mean the two big roads from the northern part of the city um, lead towards it. Many of the small roads do as well. You can tell, you're, you're just looking at it, you have the um, the river to your back with the the other bridge. You went from, you came from the dwarf bridge, the, uh, in your back now is the night bridge. And with a few little docks here and there. Ooh, um, great. Water is perfect for reflecting the fire and the thing. Makes it all, makes the whole city my stage. Yeah, so you could you could go. There is a spot next to the night bridge where you could perform. There are also, again, there's the big hall. You're not allowed to, in fro- uh, to perform in front of there. Like, just, you know, because it's the fucking hall. Um... And there is, you know, the two big roads um, coming towards the marketplace. But, you know, maybe that, you know, maybe next to the water is where it's at. You see a lot of the, you know, there there are some market stalls on here today. It doesn't seem to be a fairly busy day. Um, But you can also see that real estate really is everything location 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 all of the um buildings that are right at the bell market seem to be incredibly luxurious um and you know selling different kinds of wares all right i gotta run back and tell hedrick that i got permission to put on my show okay and then I need one of our siblings to help me make some flyers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, you you make your way back to the glass blazer house, and yeah, you find Hedwig there. Or is there what what did you want to do, Hedwig? Would you be at home? I'd be at home. I think what mm-hmm. I would be doing is I would be at home going through a lot of my materials. So mm-hmm. um, Hedwig's biggest concern at the moment is trying to find a cure for her father. Yeah. Um, so she's going through just like all her old books and things like that to see if there's anything kind of obscure that nobody has tried yet. Different things that might be a clue as to 
something they could do to help cure this curse. So that's probably, mm-hmm. she's probably going that and she's probably talking to her sister, the other cleric, Walburga, yeah. seeing what they've been doing, if they've been, you know, trying to find solutions to the disease as well. So she's, that's, she's very single-minded in this yes. um, at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Um, so as the red man is still on his way back. You talk to your sister and mm-hmm. she tells you um, that, yeah, the the clerics of Morden are really putting their mind to it. Um, they're, you know, there has been <laughs> the equivalent of a task force um, <laughs> established by the, by the elders. Um, specifically um the high sorcerer boyuk and um the high captain orsk who you know is mm-hmm. the equivalent of the of a mayor i suppose in this mm-hmm. town you know he is the first elder um and yeah, so there are different people cooperating. So the Temple of Morden is one of them. The uh, Quill Sharp Guild, which is the Guild of Alchemists, Apothecaries, Tinkerers, and Doctors, uh, is also helping with that and just, you know, um, exchanging experiences and get, getting, you know, giving the notes of all of the cases that they have um they have come across and different kinds also the um the temple of helm is a big in there the and you know helm is kind of a deity mm-hmm. that is in favor of order mm-hmm. um that is actually very close to where you live as well um so by, uh, roughly the same distance as the guild headquarters just on the opposite side um and yeah different kinds of people are kind of joining together to explore it but because this city hasn't really experienced that much of it as of late anyway um there isn't that sense of urgency that you now feel mm-hmm. that makes sense though i can't expect everybody to Mm-hmm. be as concerned as I am. But um, I guess Hedwig would say to Walburga, she said, you know, we've got so many people and so with so much knowledge and so much power from the de- deities. There's, n- If we can find a way to work together, there's no way that we can't fix this. That's, that's my hope as well. Um, I think it's just a matter of time until, until we find something. Um, you know, we do have, you know, there aren't many, many sharp knives in the draw that is the city, but mm. what sharp knives there are, they're all, they're all paying attention to this. So that gives me hope. The only question is whether, you know, father makes it until then, but you, um, you know, we do have ways of maybe prolonging it a little bit. Yeah, we have ways of buying time or borrowing time, mm-hmm. at the very least. 
yeah and you the two of you have this understanding as the two clerics of this family that you know there are ways that only the two of you know yeah um everybody else kind of defers to you in that regard mm -hmm. there's nothing that they can do um yeah so it's really a meeting of the minds here yeah and, I, and as you're as you've kind of finished up talking about this uh the red man enters super excitedly mm -hmm. Hadwake! i slide into the room <laughs> how well do you read the room because it's a relative like not super super somber depressed or anything but we were it was relatively serious like serious so you do you read the room do you read that's, the room and ignore it? Do you? Inside <laughs> <laughs> check. Yes. Oh, okay. I got 15 plus okay. two. So 17. Hedwig, <laughs> I see the somberness of the room and I slide, continue sliding out of the room through the other door on the other side. And you hear my voice echoing through the hallway. Come find me when you're done. <laughs> and then they like um. crash. <laughs> There's a really expensive vase that is now broken on the floor. No, that's that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> that doesn't actually happen. Um, so yeah, um, Hedwig. Uh, so yeah, that definitely breaks some of the somberness. And Hedwig chuckles, and I imagine Wilberga does too. And I say, "Well, I'll need to mm -hmm. see what's up with him." So I get yeah, up. I, and you better you better do that. Yeah. <laughs> so Hedwig gets up. Uh, walks out of the room to see how quickly did the red man stand up <laughs> Hold on. 10 so you're on the floor he's standing up no, no, he, he's on the floor but he has posed himself in such a way that it looks like he 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 did it on purpose mm -hmm. <laughs> to anybody who doesn't who doesn't know what just happened yeah. it looks like he's purpose, purposely on the ground yeah. Okay. That's just part of his thing, you know. It's supposed to happen. <laughs> Hedwig does not comment on this and goes, mm -hmm. Did you get your permit? I do a backflip, come up next to her and like, yep. And I even got a special one that lets me perform at night where people can see all the fire. And I can perform every day all I want for two whole weeks. For eight gold. Can you imagine the profit I'm gonna make? Oh my goodness, I'm gonna be so rich. I hope so. Um, here, just a bit, a bit of advice. Uh, we can talk to Hildegard just to let her know. Wait, how many towns have you burnt down? Uh, the whole town? None. How many towns have you set on fire? I mean, it was their own fault for being made of wood. Buildings in this town are made of stone. It's not the same thing. When's the last time that happened? Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know what year we're in now, so I could I couldn't tell you how long ago it was. I mean, okay. things rebuild, then towns prosper. You know, it's just like a controlled burning of a of a forest fire. You know, you that, can, you that is burn not the, the same thing. <laughs> not even remotely. The I don't same. know. I don't know anything about trees. I'm sorry. I, I, I <laughs> that is very clear. Don't worry. I made sure there's enough space so that nothing should catch fire unless I wanted to catch fire. Okay, so we can give Hildegard a heads up, but a friendly word of advice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. During the day, maybe use less fire. Okay. If there okay, are cool. any guards watching you and uh -huh, they uh -huh. like you, 
Uh-huh. They'll give you more leeway. Don't start with big explosions. Okay, 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 okay. okay. And I'm going to be there because there's the river and I can put out anything if you set anything on fire. So make sure I'm there for the night performance. Okay. All right. You've given me an idea. I'll save the fire explosions for later and during the day do more of my acrobatics and uh, cool my hilarious improv. Just, yeah, just get them on your side first because if you just start exploding things, I think they might be on high alert. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, quick question. I have this really neat idea, but uh, I need to talk to all of your families who've done cool epic stuff. Uh, okay. I mean, that's pretty much all of them. My, my family is pretty solid. Sweet. So <laughs> here's my idea. I want to create fiery giant illusions of, of all the heroic stories that, that people have, have, uh, have heard about from your clan and like big fire, boom, Hydra, Hydra Bane, a little Hydra guy fighting, fighting and I'm pretty sure that would be pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so cool. Uh, but I need pamphlets. I got to get the word out. Any type of sort of advertising, that's Astrid. Astrid, Astrid, where is Astrid? She's working. You'll have to find her. I'm not quite sure where she's at. She's often in the, uh, she's often working the front desk at the Glassblazer um, Forge. Forge, is that the right place for where glass is made? Is it a forge? Um, Workshop? Workshop might be. Definitely can't go wrong with workshop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Astrid's often at the front desk at the uh, Glass Blazer Workshop, but she is also often in meetings. So I'd say just run down there and she'll be there eventually. Great. I moonlock out of the room. Okay. Nice. Let's see how badly I moonwalk. Okay, 19. I moonwalk pretty well out of the room. I I I love it when players just voluntarily do checks uh, and make things. Richard started it today and uh, you're keeping it uh, that way, Adam. I really appreciate that. It's very funny. It's more hilarious if I roll badly. Exactly. That's that's the whole point. (laughs) Um, Great. So you moonwalk out of the building. And head off to the the glass laser workshop. Mm Mm-hmm. And on the way, I gotta, I gotta make sure my skills aren't rusty. So, uh, uh, as I'm walking out of the rooms and moving with things, like like dodge things, trying to keep myself limber, and I practice juggling some stuff. In the sorry, is that is that outside or still in the house? As, as I'm moving through the house, I gotta keep myself limber. So I'm dodging things, I'm picking mm-hmm. up things, I'm juggling things, putting them back exactly where they were. Okay, uh, the twins, Theodosia and Theodoric. Uh, just look at you wide-eyed and uh i think you've gained two f- two fans come to my show later <laughs> uh, we will if they let us <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so yeah you make your way to the uh to the dwarven headquarters as well wow a lot of front desks. <laughs> a lot of front desks. Continuing the good tradition on Serial Hook D&D with front desks. Um, this, is, this is definitely the front desk episode. This is going to be the title of this episode. Your best D&D podcast for front desk roleplay. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to work at a front desk. Uh, 
having to interact with people, having to be nice to people, and that that no. After four years of working in a supermarket, I'm I have enough of that. Um, anyway, that's not about my experiences. This is about the <laughs> fantasy world that we that you guys are populating. So, um, so I walk in the front door and I look for Astrid. Okay, so you uh, make your way to the Dwarven headquarters. You find the. Um, I'm sh I'm sure Hedrick would have told you you have to look for the Torch Drinker Guild. I'm sure she did. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you find the Torch Drinker Guild and you go in, and there is a front desk, uh, and somebody. Um, says hello what can i do for you is it astrid no it's not astrid um it's someone else yeah. i mosey on up to the desk i'm like hi i'm looking for i'm a friend of hedwig's i'm looking for astrid uh they give you a once over look i give and... my most charming smile <laughs> uh and because i mean obviously you know hedwig and astrid um the names mean something to them and you they uh say yes right away uh come with me and they lead you to her office um they knock on the door mm -hmm. and uh yeah you there is astrid just like deep in some paperwork i poke um, my head in and like paper exactly what i need hi astrid <laughs> Oh, hey, Redman. How are you doing? What brings you to our our guild? Oh, Hedwig sent me. So, I, I slash up my own piece of paper. Like, I got one mm. of these, too. <laughs> I got a permit to perform out in the market. I'm going to have a big, awesome show I'm going to put on. But I mentioned this to Hedwig, and she, she, she had this great idea that I need pamphlets. <laughs> I just, <laughs> That's interesting. Hedwig do doesn't usually think about things like advertising. Um, she oh, doesn't well. really have she, a she, mind she for that. She knows what I need. She takes care of me. She's a great, great, great girl. <laughs> uh, at that, she looks slightly confused. Um, okay. Deception. So... <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, I, I relatively. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I pull a fast one. What did you roll? I got a 16. <laughs> Oh damn! Um, yeah, you just keep talking, so it's just like uh, you know, she just doesn't have time to process everything you just said. <laughs> exactly, overload her information. Like, exactly. So anyway, long story short, she recommends that you're the best person for pamphlet making or organizing said pamphlet making. Um, sure. I mean, you can go to you can go just next door to the uh, i mean we don't really do our we don't really do pamphlets ourselves um but <laughs> there is a guild for that um you can go to the quill shop guild and i'm sure they can help you out with some pamphlets that's mm -hmm. wait a second is that is that really am i sorry i have to no that's true that's wrong one second i am too many guilds there's an entire a4 sheet with a huge thing with all of the guilds one second um yeah you can just go next door to the rune builder guild yeah i was gonna say uh, yeah this, those are the scribes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm sure they can help you out with that cool Thanks, Astrid. Sure. Come and see my show. I will. <laughs> if I have time. <laughs> uh, 
and yeah, you find you you should just go next door. There's another front. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna commit now. There's another front desk, um, and the person there says hello, uh, welcome to the uh, uh, Rune Builder Guilds. How can I help you? Yes. Hi. How's it going? I just came from the Blast Blazers place across the way. I'm a friend of Astrid's, and she sent mm-hmm. me over here because she said you guys are the best pamphlet makers in the whole city. That is correct. So, um, what kind of pamphlets are you looking for? Oh, I'm putting on a show, and mm-hmm. I need pamphlets to spread out and spread the word. That's great. How many? Uh, what were you thinking of? Um, What's the design? Did you have anything in mind, or do you want to have some uh... Uh, red uh, fire mm-hmm. motif? Um, if you can have like, you, you can open it up and like pop up horns come out. Uh, what comes out? I'm sorry. Oh, like horns, pop up horns. You know, like pop one of those, horns, those yes. cards. You know, like yeah, you open it and then a little th- mm-hmm. like fold of paper pops out. Like yeah, that uh, that sounds manageable. The only issue here is the color. Red um, and yellow exactly. and orange. <laughs> yeah, color definitely is going to be much more expensive. Um, just so you know. Uh, how, um, how how expensive are we talking here? Uh, d- that depends. How many do you want? Uh, how how many people are in the city? Uh, twenty five to thirty thousand, something in between. How much would it cost me for twenty five to thirty thousand <laughs> pamphlets? She, <laughs> they look at you. You can't pay that. It's too much. Okay. What's the population mm-hmm. of mid-range... Uh, what's the word? Working class. Okay. What's the what's the ra- people range of mid-class, working class people in in around the market area mm, i mean the workers district is in the south so it's it's right across from the bell market but it's it's you know it's on the other side um uh, we should maybe go with more um illustrations and the th- and the like mm-hmm. um, i mean i i would i mean i shouldn't be saying this but Maybe it's enough if you just go through all of the taverns and um, maybe put on a show there as a little teaser. Oh, not bad. Uh, good um, idea. Good idea. Definitely uh, leave leave pamphlets there as well. But I oh, think yeah, you know yeah, the taverns and the taverns and inns are probably your best bet. You don't need to go canvassing door to door. That would probably be. A lot of work. Um, mm, I do hate work. There you go. So maybe it should be enough for, let's say, 20 pamphlets or something like that. Because the, the way you made it seem, they do sound quite elaborate. Um, mm. How are you for time? I've got two weeks, on, got my, two weeks. on my, on my uh, permit. Okay. Do you want... How quickly do you want the pamphlets? I can't believe it. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Can you make them today? 
we can have them by tomorrow morning. Perfect. That's no issue. It's going to cost you a little bit extra. Uh, how, how as much, I quickly just here? try try to think how the how much would <laughs> like pamphlets cost. Um so 20 pamphlets after what you've described. We can go over the details one more time to get the exact wording right. Um, that's going to cost you, let's say, two gold if you want to have them done by tomorrow. Cool, cool. Hey, another idea. Can you also make two giant posters? Um Make it just a general charisma check. Or you can just do persuasion. I'll do persuasion. Yeah. I'm very persuasive. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's see how you're here. Okay. I've got plus two to persuasion. Five. Plus two. Seven. Seven's a lucky number. Don't forget. Uh, (laughs) Um... How how big? Okay. Like, that's not high enough. What's the biggest paper size? A zero. <laughs> um, Great. I'll um, take two of those, please. <laughs> oh my, my god. Hedrick, are you alright? <laughs> She's so shocked fell. by my purchase. <laughs> my mic fell down. Uh, There's like a slight mm. slope kind of on the bottom mm. of this desk. <laughs> she just can't believe I went for two A zero posters. Yeah. No, let's say let's say um the post like how big uh, were you saying? Like really huge? I mean, I don't, I don't. How big is paper? <laughs> uh, I mean, A zero is like I don't know. It's so it's like so. I forget. So, right, one of these is A four. Yes. I'm holding up pages. If you put That's two together, A3. then it's A three. Mm-hmm. If you double it again, it's A two, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it's probably like okay, one and a half one by two A0. meters. Okay. We'll put that in the market. And then a couple of A2s. Okay, that's um, going to be another gold piece. All right. So I'm down three gold pieces here. Mm-hmm. You're really, that, this is like half of your money. Yeah. I just <laughs> I had 25. I had 25 gold. And now, after spending all that stuff, I just said 17 and three. I now have 14 gold left. Mm-hmm. You got to spend money to make money, friends. That is very true. Um, so yeah, you you um, discuss the the exact design of the posters and the pamphlets, and yeah, you can come back tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also in the designing of these pamphlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the corners of all of the pamphlets and posters, there'll be some special symbols that will only be understood by followers of the Rakdos cult. Mm-hmm. To know that there's a big old show going down, and if they want in, or just to watch for inspiration, um, they're welcome to join and or uh, contribute if they um, have a speciality. That's great. Uh, you're really thank as a DM. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, great. So I cannot wait to uh, roleplay the performance next time. But mm-hmm. I, the, the last thing I want to do today is Hedwig. Yes. As you are kind of probably studying at home, tending to your father and everything, mm-hmm. you 
you hear there's a knock on the door mm -hmm. and um uh who would it be yeah you can hear Wellberger saying oh uh, Hedwig can you come here for a second uh as you know still in the entry way mm. yeah and she goes, yeah stands up and walks toward the right. door okay cool you see uh, another dwarf in there you don't know them mm -hmm. um so yeah the 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 uh the other dwarf that you don't know um just takes a look and you're you're a Hedwig Stormbringer I am that's great I am Vico, Vico uh gave me the order to deliver this to you and he pulls a little like a little satchel from the inside of his pocket uh, of his coat mm -hmm. um and gives it to you okay and as you look inside you can see that there is a big diamond in mm -hmm. there so that is the diamond worth 500 gold pieces that you asked Vico about for the um, material components of the spell to help your father. Mm -hmm. um, and and Vico also sends his regards, hopes that everything's well. And if you have time, uh, whenever that will be, it's rough times, he knows uh, you can you can just tell they are you know remembering what what Vico told them, kind of recounting it to them. Um, please feel free to drop by to, uh, to Vico's office, um, you know, just for just to catch up, but also to f see if there are any employment opportunities for you in the city while you're here. Will do. Thank you very much. Have Thank a you. nice day. And with that, Thanks. they leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then Hedwig takes the diamond and puts it into a secret compartment in her her bag, her travel bag that she has okay. with her basically all the time. Great. And with that, we're going to end today's session. Mm -hmm. Thanks everyone for playing. There were yeah. there was a lot of things I didn't uh, see coming. Definitely the front desks, but also uh, you know the bag within the bag and uh, the pamphlets. I <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, as I was just wrecking my brain, like how much would that cost? <laughs> I, I couldn't even. I've never ordered pamphlets. I couldn't even guess. <laughs> so yeah, thanks everybody for playing, and thank you, dear listener, for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, Hed Hedwig, oh my god. <laughs> Hedwig can tell him too. Uh, Alex, what's the best way people can support us? Please give us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Adam, if people want to get in touch and they don't have a magical fax machine or the message spell at hand, what's the best way people can get in touch? And check us out on seriouslyhooked.com. No, seriously hooked, not seriously hooked. <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? Seriouslyhooked.com. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Yeah, thanks, Bye, thanks everyone.